it's been right. a couple of weeks since the last time we talked, but I've noticed that our original predictions are somewhat coming true. There's definitely some things that uh, didn't necessarily pan out, but I did log a couple of bets when we originally came at our AFC rankings for the different teams and who we thought we were going to win. So I made a couple of bets, $3 big old bets for the predictable podcast. Big old bets. Three-leg parlay to have Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the NFC South division winner, the Baltimore Ravens to be the AFC North division winner. Easy and the money. Buffalo Bills to be the AFC East division winner. Now, that bet was a $3 three-leg parlay, and they're already giving me the option to cash out at $5.16, which means something is going good there. Vegas thinks that you, you, you ride that out. All right. You ride that out. Now, I also made an individual bet for just the Bills to outright win the Super Bowl. And that was a three dollar wager. They're also giving me a three ninety six cash out on that right now. So yeah, that's the also... odds on that must have not been great because well, no, I think everyone figured out. they were going to win. The total payout is a twenty two fifty. But I'm just saying, I right put now, fifty on them. It's okay. Okay. Well, you guys got big money. Maybe we should, you know, throw some of that back <laughs> into the predictable <laughs> podcast. But hey, you ignore that. And then again, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, another three dollar outright bet. Now, what's interesting about them? is that that $3 wager, they're allowing me to cash out at $1.62. So obviously that's decreased by about a 50% you know, amount. And that's that's meaning that, you know, Tom Brady and the divorce is really getting to him. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think, I think Bills is obviously a clear winner at the moment. They're just fucking I mean, after that, um, you know, that terrible rucking the pastor that Tom Brady took, you know, <laughs> Chris thinks it's a clear hit, right? Clean, right? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit rougher on that. Uh, I believe in the defense being able to make plays. So I think all the roughing the passer, for the most of them, have been uh, uh, they're throwing flags just because that's kind of been the normal stay, you know, of it, of protecting quarterbacks. But it makes it impossible for a 300 and some odd pound lineman to land. How do you, when you're 360 pounds, 340 pounds, whatever, how do you land lightly on someone right. that you're being paid right. millions of dollers to chase Not down? So, so, so for me, you know, there is, there is protecting the quarterback. You know, I think it's protecting every player, right? And then, but yeah, that's, that's uh, we. We joke about this all the time because he sends me these, like, clips because he's, like, livid because, you know, Tom Brady got one, but Kenny Pickett didn't get a call. And it's just, like, he's running. He's outside the pocket. He's running. Was, I was get he it. Sliding? He looked, he looked he back when he was fell. He but... Was he sliding? Oh, on the, on the first it? one. Yeah, on the first one, sure. But the second one, yeah, he landed. He fell a little goofy. I get it. He's at the okay. ankles or whatever. Can but... I ask something as, like, a non-football guy and just feel like sure. out there? I'm, I'm the – you know the layman here i'm able to relate with all you other people that don't understand sports very well but i was watching a video recently with tom brady talking to some other dude about something called the tuck rule does any of that have anything to do with this or i think it's called the tuck rule something about that is no that's a that's a fumble for rule basically okay. yep <laughs> but this i mean for roughing the passer you're basically you can't hit him in the head you can't hit him when they're sliding you can't hit him below the knee yeah, and, and in the same week we saw rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett get hit below the knee and get hit while sliding with no penalty called, and then Tom Brady gets a rough in the passer because he got up and he didn't like that he was sacked. The ref said, "You know what, Tom? You're right. I'm sorry. Let me give you this play." Yeah, but I mean that happens. That happens with wide receivers. That hap- I mean that happens with like linemen. I mean we saw it just the other night. Uh, with with the the great game of the Chicago Bears and the Washington Commanders, and he like shoved him, and the, the lineman threw his arms up in the leg, and he flopped, and it was just like that. Luckily, they didn't call it because it was really obvious. But I mean, like that's 
every position is doing that and 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 i do agree that like tom brady doing that for the call or whatever i mean he's just trying to make a a strategic play for his you know whether he gets it or not you know we don't know but just they're going to protect the quarterback it's just the way it goes you know and then they'll recently where they they had that guy the, the lineman put his full body weight down on somebody he was like in the middle of fumbling like he got the fumble he stripped the ball it's, it's, yeah chris, chris, yep. so that's chris jones for kansas city and okay. he's the only person to ever strip uh strip sack a quarterback have the ball and still get a penalty <laughs> yeah, that's what, that seems like again as a new and, and what's wild too is he <laughs> was landing and you can see him with his left arm like that guy is actually legitimately trying to break his fall to to like be like think about sprinting breaking tackles stripping the ball and then still being conscious to be like i gotta put my arm down to try and like right you know relieve the guy I'm playing against from smacking into the ground to get a penalty. Like, he did that in a blink of an eye, he still got a penalty. So, it looks like, oh, wild. too much time to react, but in reality, it's like, yeah, that's happening. Right, like, yeah, I think, I, I say this all the time, like, I would never want to be an NFL ref. Like, never. It'd be so cool to be that close to the game and all that, but I mean, like, being able to, to, to do that, know the calls, know the, uh, like, to where to stand, I mean, ed- everything involved is rough. They get paid. They do make good money. Year. So yeah, maybe, maybe you reconsider. <laughs> yeah, they that do. But I mean, like, but, <laughs> but, but you, yeah, so you get paid two hundred grand a year to have two hundred thousand people basically weekly. Yeah, yell and spit on you on, the field <laughs> on all the games. It's pretty big. It's pretty it nice. should just be. I don't know. It's just because I'm at home watching. It's it's just some of these. You know, they're supposed to go by the rules, right? It's just hard yeah. to watch one game, and I mean, there's just so much favoritism along amongst the refs and the right. players because. Yes, I mean, you know, call me a homer, whatever. Uh, the whole Kenny Pickett thing, he's our franchise quarterback. And, you know, <laughs> in his first full start game, I mean, maybe he could have already had like a torn ACL because, you know, he's throwing in the air and gets hit below the knee and there's no penalty. He gets hit sliding, no penalty. So when I'm watching these other quarterbacks that, you know, are established, have been around for whatever, um, get these penalties just based off, you know, Tom Brady being 72 years old and... <laughs> You know, feeling <laughs> bad for Derek Carr and his mascara is falling off. He's getting hit. Whatever. It's just these things that, you know, I I can't understand why some refs are just, you know, they, they let the players influence the calls. I mean, we just we can clearly see it. You know, it's not sometimes it's a penalty, sometimes it's not. I get it with the little like when it's happening live. Yes, it's hard to make that call, but. There's a reason there's seven of you out there. You get together, you come up with a decision. One of you should say, it's just Tom Brady. You got hit hard, whatever. That's football. If you can't take it anymore, retire. Go home, try to make up with your wife, do whatever you, you need to do. Year, you probably got some savings. You're all right. <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, I think, uh, I mean, we're five weeks in. And yeah, I was going to say, all this Kenny Pickett talk made me wanted to talk shit about the Steelers really quick. And I was actually looking <laughs> over something that we had here. Uh, and I know it's been a couple weeks since we spoke. So obviously a lot, lot's happened. Like pretty much the first quarter of football has gone through here. But I, I saw on the list here that you had I, – and I, and I don't blame you because I, I think I probably would be in the same situation because it's like they've been saying it for a decade. But it's it's coming to fruition. It's the dark days of Pittsburgh, it looks like. And so what, what what's funny is uh, – we had Pittsburgh as like number two in the division for the AFC North. Do you remember what your predictions were for the AFC North? Uh, yeah, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. So I'm not that far off. I didn't think Cleveland would be as good as they are with Brissett, and I didn't expect uh, TJ Watt to go out in the first game. So you know. Oh, I thought you had Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati. No, no, no. 
No, this is, I mean, you can see my highlights are, you know, I got Tennessee winning, but they're the last team on that thing. So, no, I have, I have Pittsburgh finishing third, you know, and they are still a game away from being in third. Um, but, you know, our schedule is the hardest going forward. We have a rookie quarterback. We have no defensive backs or safeties this game against Tampa Bay. We have no TJ Watt. Even with Ben and whatever quarterback in the past, we have not won a single game without TJ Watt. <laughs> wild. So, it's a wild stat. I, that defensive uh, end is that good. Yeah. It's a wild stat. So with that, no, I, I have no expectations for Pittsburgh going forward. If they so get let me, three, let me, I want to ask you this wins, too, because we're, we're getting there. Uh, you, you think three wins for the year is, is if, comparable? Because what, Atlanta's if coming lucky. up and the Colts are coming up? Oof. If they're lucky. Yep. Three, um, yeah. three total. I mean, without... Without T.J. Watt, our defense can't do anything. And now without Minka and, you know, we're, we have fourth and fifth string defensive backs going um, against Tom Brady. Welcome, so, to, my, welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah. Last year, at least. So, but that's um, but, the, but but I think that's kind of interesting, too. So, like, yeah, Pittsburgh's definitely, like, yeah, they've got a little bit of the injury bug on the defensive side and then obviously very young on the offensive side. Them in the draft next year, then. Are they going to get? Well, that so or? you know, it's 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 goodness. But we actually talked top five pick, and I'm and I'm all for it. I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, so we about we it. talked about this actually a little bit because like you know, it. I, it's difficult for a for a winning organization like Pittsburgh or, or Baltimore or like anyone else out there. Obviously, that's you know, 500 plus or right around you know right around that mark there. Um, it's hard for those organizations to like like think about getting a top pick like that because like Tyler, when's the last time you had like a top 10 pick in the draft where you didn't trade up for it or anything? Um, at least uh, 18 years. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. So, like, what's really interesting about that is we were talking about that. I was like, you know, what do you do as a, as a Pittsburgh Steeler? as a fan or whatever, you know, just objectively looking from the outside in, it's like, okay, so you have a young wide receiving core. You paid Deontay Johnson already, your wide receiver one, so he's good. George Pickens obviously is like a spectacle, right? He's a, he's, he is a phenomenal young wide receiver. And so it's like, he's on a rookie contract. He's cheap. Pat Fryermuth looks like a phenomenal uh, tight end, obviously besides his concussion this week, but uh, he looks really, really good. Very, very active. Good, good tight end. So he's on a rookie contract. You have Najee on a, uh, on a contract. Kenny's on a, on a rookie contract. And I'm, my assumption is Chase Claypool will not be here uh, next year with you guys. So, he, uh, he has one more year. I, I, don't, I don't think he'll be there. I think he'll trade him. I think he'll be gone. I think he's yeah. going to go to – I think he'll go to Dallas. I think he'll go to like a, a Green Bay. I think, they'll, I think they'll get him out of there. I definitely do. Um, and then the other part of that is uh, – so like what's really interesting is so if you get a top five pick – who, who does Pittsburgh really go for? Because Pittsburgh's main issue from what everyone can pretty much relate is I, there's, it's a small pool of data. So we can't say anything. Your quarterbacks don't score points, right? Which is kind of a problem. Kenny Pickett's obviously like a game one rookie. So that's, you know, Mitch is not the guy we can say that, but so, so like it's, you don't need pressure on the defense. You don't need a defensive line. Your linebackers are not oh, great. Definitely, but, I definitely need a defense. We're, we are going defense. Our defense is a bottom defense. They so have here, here, here's, Here's the thing. I disagree. I think you, if you're a top five pick and you're not trading back for more picks for some reason, um, I think you get an offensive lineman. Why would you not go get a left tackle to protect Kenny Pickett? Our our offensive line has been fine. Our problem is our offensive coordinator. Nothing will change on offense. Look at, look at all the good. I I won't. Well, that's my question then. So it's like, yes, it's the offensive coordinator. So then like, let's say you get a new offensive coordinator, whatever you think you go, what DB 
Defensive back, linebacker, absolutely. Yep. Yo, so you think the middle of the field needs work? Because Devin Bush isn't the guy, obviously, and Miles Jack is he's he's decent, but he's you know, he's so you think yeah. of the, the quarterback's yeah. generally okay. You just need, you know, more so, protection. I'll, for I'll, him. I'll give you my, my here's here's my um, here's my legitimate thought about Kenny Pickett. I, and this is like a, a get mad, get upset, whatever. It is what it is, and it is on a very small set of data. So this is like please understand, I don't even generally count rookies first years against them. Like, as a whole, if they do great, awesome. If they do bad, it doesn't matter. Because you get people like Josh Allen two years later that are, like, competing Super Bowl champion. You know what I mean? Like, these are caliber teams. So I do believe that they need a year to either sit behind a quarterback and learn and slow the game down or actually go out and play regardless. So it is what it is. I, I think he's better than Mitch Trubisky, but I still haven't really seen anything, again, in the game and a half or whatever he's played to where – the wide receiver didn't have to make some outlandish, ridiculous one-handed catch. I get it. The ball's not where this is, but like that's the, the it, that's not how the pass is drawn up. You know what I mean? That's like a... for this bet because I know <laughs> you didn't see it. <laughs> he threw yeah. the, he ranks number one in the NFL for most catchable balls at a ninety-four point seven rate. That's higher amongst any quarterback in the one game that he played. Right. He right that's right. That's great. That's a great stat. That's a great so, stat. No, so when you're but when you're saying like he doesn't throw these catchable balls, he throws actually the most accurate ball last week against the Buffalo Bills. I, I guess maybe sure. Last week against the banged up secondary of the Bills. Sure. So what what the problem but, with that but, is but my issue with that stat is but but that's great. That stat though, the catchable ball does not yep. convert to touchdowns. He has not thrown a touchdown. Okay, so, but now I guess that goes of course, yeah. yeah. So, if they, so, it, so if we go week two and let's say he throws two more interceptions and doesn't throw any touchdowns, he's like, oh, oh for five or six, he's zero t th touchdowns passed for what, what, five or six interceptions, four, five, six interceptions. Like that's that's, that's my concern. In his first start, who did he play against? The Bills. Right? The Bills. Okay. The Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> who do they play? Right. Is no, the defense? I'm not done. What is yeah, the defense? The defense is a top defense, yes. I mean, they are good. They're just missing okay. some pieces. Now, who did they play this week? Tampa Bay. Top defense. With, okay, who they play next week? I honestly, I don't Philly. And then New Orleans and Cincinnati and all these different teams. They play top teams with a rookie quarterback <laughs> with a bad offensive coordinator, and you've only seen one game, and he throws the most catchable passes amongst so all quarterbacks. But they just don't convert here. to points. Like so, It's a great stat, but, but it doesn't actually but, result to winning. I, I know, but that's one game, right? So if you had to make a bet sure, for, yeah. for for tomorrow, they're playing against the uh, the, the Buccasitos, and obviously I, actually, I mean I don't know where the Bucks rank, but I mean they have like Vita Bay and stuff, so I imagine. Again, yeah, no, that, 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 that <laughs> earlier, the Bucks, you know, Vegas bet is trending down, obviously. So what would you? Have yeah, because they're yeah not looking right. So that stat that you mentioned is only from a sample size of one. So statistically speaking, I kind of do data in the background as a day job, but statistically speaking, you do have to build up that sample size. So what would you think that that Absolutely. stat yeah. is going to do as of this game? Do you think it's going to stay? at that same stellar rating that it's at, or do you think it's going to average down because he's going to have a rough game? It'll average down. It'll 100% I, I, I mean, down. yeah. I mean, just, just they... You also have to remember, defensive coordinators have zero tape of Kenny Pickett in anywhere in the NFL except for last yes, week. So, card, like... But yeah, it's, well, uh, correct. But, so, like, like, you're looking at college tape essentially to try and guess what he's going to be doing or, you know, obviously trying to read the Matt Cannon you, on you, you, yeah, you don't, yeah, you can you can guess that Matt Cannon is going to send someone in motion. Yeah, I mean, you, you, never, know, you never know, though, because you could plan for that and then, we, then we, be like, we, hey, we, we got see, Kenny we to air it out. We saw it with Ben. We saw it with Mitch. Kenny Pickett came in and we saw it with him with the one game. It's not changing. Nothing on this offense will change until Matt Cannon is gone. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you, guys, you guys are, you guys are oh, locked. I'm yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Kenny Pickett 
you are fucked. <laughs> Finished with like a 69 QBR last week. Yeah, we're not scoring points, but yeah, you're not, not scoring any points. For but it's not, it's I, not. I would be shocked legitimately. I'd be shocked if he scored a touchdown in every one of these games. Like, I mean, like, because if we're comparing, you know, like stats and this, neither is Lamar Jackson, and he's an MVP front great runner. Segue. You know, let's get off right. Let's get off a of Pittsburgh's back and switch over to the Ravens real quick. <laughs> because they they have Lamar Jackson. They've had an MVP. They have this great caliber. Oh, they're team. fucking but, phenomenal. But you have one touchdown in seven quarters. I mean, this what happens when you play good teams, though. I mean, we're playing. We're playing oh, the, you, the you play, defending. You, you play Buffalo, right? Yeah. Our and, defense, and, defense definitely lost that one for us. We have a, uh, we are averaging two IR players a week, so that's pretty sick. But no, I mean that's just, I mean, those are just those are tight games that we just lost. I mean that's the realistically the Ravens should be five and zero. I mean realistically they should be five and zero. But those are two, two games off, and then I was, two is off five, concussion five protocol. Five and zero, and you can't you score one touchdown in seven quarters. I mean yeah, but that's like that's you look at a lot of these other teams and they don't. Lamar Jackson has one more touchdown than Kenny Pickett. Yeah, but guess who only has one? Pa- guess who only has one? Pa- I mean, I thought I thought we were talking about you, points. I thought we were talking, talking about. Yeah, you're talking for one week, but let's look at that on an I'm annual two scale. Weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> let's put I'm it this way. I'll, I'll put it right now. Lamar Jackson has more touchdowns right now in week five before week six starts than Kenny Pickett will have for the rest of the year. Who does Baltimore play? And and there you you can. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He already has like 13 passing touchdowns. He will have more touching pass downs, touchdowns than Kenny Pickett for the remainder of the year. Are you comparing him to an MVP or to to the number one draft pick in overall? Yes, that's that's why he's the number one draft pick. Lamar Jackson was was like fourth or fifth quarterback, thirty second overall. He's a running back. He's not even a quarterback for Christ's sake. So yeah, yes, but what, what he won six of the seven starting games as a rookie. He won MVP. He owns all the rushing records for it. He owns everything else on there. I do have a so question. So like for one week, he's a catchable oh, ball. Sure, but so we were watching that hideous game the other night. The, uh, <laughs> the Commanders, the Bears. Mm-hmm. Speaking of running backs and not quarterbacks, what the hell is up with Justin Fields? What was his draft? Because I mean. Everybody seems to well, think he's he, great, but all he does he is just, yeah, he went to yeah, a... Well, that, like what Chris is saying with, like, Lamar Jackson, this, and he got drafted at this position, whatever. Who won to get uh, ahead of Lamar Jackson? A bunch of good quarterbacks, right? Gosh, Allen, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's not like, you know, Kenny Pickett came out of one of the worst quarterback-drafted classes. They said that. There's plenty of years where, like, quarterbacks are the first-round draft picks of a quarterback, and it's a terrible draft class. Pittsburgh is a bottom defense. They are missing players. They're missing all this. Baltimore, Lamar, Lamar Jackson couldn't come to Pittsburgh and have a winning record. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, no. T.J. Watt was healthy and Big Ben was better. Well, let me ask this. Then. Like, <laughs> Lamar Jackson come to Pittsburgh and have a winning record. If we say that the quarterbacks are all constant, does it essentially come down to the, the offensive line that's supporting them, that's enabling them to be good? Yeah, uh, I mean, I thought, they, they I definitely that play a part, for sure. Bears, right? Is that they had one of the worst O-lines. They do have a, they have a very bad uh, – Justin Fields is like – yeah, Justin Field gets sacked. I think he's he's got to be a top three quarterback for being sacked with Carson Wentz and Joe Burrow or something. Last game, dude. If you look at the good quarterbacks, they're on the good teams. That's it. I mean, they got I, a good I, defense. They got I, a good I, coach. They I, got. I mean, yeah, yes, that's how. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a that's a pretty blanket statement for sure. I mean, yeah, they're on a good, good for the most part. Yes, that but makes sense. But like, start? did they jump onto the team when it was good, or did they build those teams up through? Absolutely, drafts? Lamar Jackson got drafted onto a top. Not always. That's always not true, though. It's like, but that's I'm, I'm saying Lamar. Lamar situ- in, in Lamar's situation, you have to remember, though, it, it's it's not really. Lamar had a good defense, I would say, and like the coaching structure, but the offense 
wasn't isn't great. I mean, when he first inherited the offense, it was built around Joe Flacco, right? No motion people. It was like it was like the different. And then you have to remember too, Lamar Jackson's been dealing with like essentially the bottom ranked wide receiving core since he's been there. He's like, I think we are but like you know thirty or thirty second. But right, but I'm games? just saying, I'm saying that games? as a weapon in the offense, we are technically like the lowest ranked passing offense. I don't know about why? this year, but like, but you know why. Right, yeah. Well, well, I don't. That's a good question. I don't know if it's fully Lamar. I don't know if it's fully that we can't get like really high end wide receivers. I don't particularly think that Baltimore drafts offensive wide receivers well. I think the tight ends, obviously, and the running backs have all been really good. But like, we've never really gone into a draft, selected a wide receiver, and him hit. But why though? I because Lamar Jackson's your quarterback, and you don't need to throw. Oh, the we ball didn't. Away. We didn't with Joe Flacco either. We didn't I, with Joe. I, I, I mean, we didn't. Joe Flacco's a great I, passer. I know, but that's when your team wasn't good. Oh, we won a Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I, with your defense. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, Joe Flacco's the quarterback. He scored. I, I don't know what to tell you. He's on the team. Like, yeah, sure. The, the defense. I mean, so, technically, did so, Tom so, Brady so, win this Super Bowl? They won. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, like, but Tom Brady still won. I mean, he won the Super Bowl. But I'm saying is Joe Flacco the same thing. The organization doesn't really supply. Like, it's not that they don't try, and it's not that like Bateman isn't great or like Hollywood. But these aren't like. But that doesn't affect Lamar Jackson whatsoever. I mean, it kind of does in passing realm. I mean, you're looking at it like with Aaron Rodgers. As soon as we took Devontae Adams away, yes, Aaron Rodgers makes Devontae Adams great. But I would say Devontae so, Adams still looks like Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers does not look like himself. You're not comparing comparing to another run-first like quarterback. I would say Lamar's one of one in that category. Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what receivers you have i know that but that's why but but is that also why it hinders his passing i don't know we can't say yes or no because i i he doesn't have calvin johnson over there people like um you know you you look at someone like mark andrews who's like this big body physical guy that can beat it at the top of it and they catch the ball like crazy so it's like if he had a six foot five wide receiver that ran routes and was super physical like would it be a good wide receiver maybe because he fits more in like the because lamar doesn't fit the ball in a window you know lamar jackson said since he started 2019, we won't count 2018, 3,100, 2,700, 2,800, I'm pace now for 2,900. It doesn't yeah. matter who's that receiver because that's just what he passes. That's just what like the offensive you, scheme is. I mean, the scheme is for Lamar Jackson to run. <laughs> well, no, let's not go, go back and look at 2019, all that. We're rushing leaders. I mean, we, we run the ball in those that's, those years more than point. any other team. Right, so but that's, that's, I'm, so, so I'm saying – so I think that's what it is. The offense of the scheme is just run first, and then Lamar fits the run first offense, so I guess so. But that's uh, I would say that just the depth of wide receiver, I think, doesn't help him a lot either. All right. it, 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 I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not like, yes, you look at, you look at, you know. I think it does, I think it does matter to some Aaron, degree. It, 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 it just physical look, stature. It, right, it doesn't. Right. I mean, question, question. Aaron Rodgers. A little bit here because we could probably yep. go all day on this, right? But Yep. We have this week six schedule coming up, and top of the list is Ravens versus Giants. Giants have been doing fantastic. They're what, like four and one right now? No, so this Five is, uh, they, yeah, so they're four and one. So here's here's the take on that one. And Tyler, feel free to yeah, disagree or whatever. Let me know. But so here's the thing. So let me put it this six. way I personally think that the Giants have had a relatively easier schedule and they're winning by short margins. I think the Ravens generally beat bad teams pretty badly. Okay, so you and have money line on Ravens tomorrow? I would totally take the Ravens on Tyler, this on any take of the spread. Take the spread and some. Well, What's no, the I, spread I on this? Wanna, I want to kind of run down money line on, on all these games in the next... Do we know what the spread is on this? It's like four points, isn't it? We could go money line. Go ahead. Yeah, just money line's a little easier. Just Who's going to win? Lock me in Baltimore all day. So both of you Baltimore. 
right. Yep. Yeah. That's fair. I, I, I Although I will say, it is a bit of a trap right, game. So, so because they are 4-1, and one, they've beaten some teams that yeah. people didn't think they would. It is yeah. a bit of a trap game, but I do think that Baltimore waxes them. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm personally going to say Giants. Again, not knowing absolutely nothing about football and just looking at the uh, the four taking the record, season. sure, yeah. for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Giants. All right, so Jags Colts. That's also tomorrow. Who's gonna Yo, win? One? Give me the Jags, dude. <laughs> give me the Jags. <laughs> so I'll here's also go Jags. Yeah, I yeah. mean they. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the, here's the thing too. Uh, Baltimore and the Giants are at six points. I would take Baltimore spread. and the spread. Yeah. yeah, I would. All right, Jags. Um, or I would. They would cover. Sorry, not take the spread. They would cover. My bad. Indy just ruled out Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines tomorrow. Oh, so yes. done. Did they really? I'm playing yep. against JT this week. Just sorry. Yeah. So I'm looking at the line there. It's one and a half. So the I'm Jack definitely Colts. taking. I'm taking Jacksonville. You know, for the Colts to win, they're the favorite. Okay. So I'm taking Jacksonville. I would take them to win. I'll take them to cover the one and a half. It doesn't so matter. I'm taking Jacksonville. Then money line to Colt. No. Are you still saying money line? No, 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 no. No Jags. Jags. Okay. I'll take Jags and the points. I'll take okay. Jags are the underdogs here, but I think you're they'll all, win. You're also yeah. playing against Keenan Allen. He's also not playing. I don't anymore. think I've seen enough of these oh, games. So awesome. as a as a layman, I'm also going to go Jags. Just follow the crowd here. <laughs> yeah, the Jags. Yeah, the Jags will win this. I think the defense will dominate here, and Trevor Lawrence will have a half. So we got game, Patriots so. Browns then as well tomorrow. That's a two, that's a that's a two and a half spread on this. Let me ask you this, uh, Tyler. If you do or do not know, is Mac Jones playing? He is not. He is not. It'll be zappy out there. I will go Cleveland. Zippy, zippy, zappy. You know, normally I, normally I really would take Cleveland there too. Actually, yeah, I'll take Cleveland. I think Nick Chubb is just going to be unstoppable. So okay. yeah, I'll take, I'll take that. I'll honestly, I, I would honestly take the Patriots because I do think that Bill Belichick can just keep it slow and ground and pound. But I think the Browns could probably maybe even do that better with Nick Chubb. So I'll take him. Yeah, yeah. I think the Patriots are on their decline at the moment for sure. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for the. I don't know if they're an underdog, but I'm gonna go for Browns too. All right, Bengals. Uh, the Saints. Browns are the favorite by two and a half points. Okay, I'm thinking Bengals for Bengals Saints, but I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. The uh, Bengals Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, do we know yeah. if Jameis Winston is? <laughs> uh, it, it will be. It'll be uh, Andy Dalton out there. I'll um, take the Bengals. Yeah, Bengals are at two and a half favorites. I would take the Bengals, and they'll cover the points too. I'll also take the Bengals. I think it's going to be closer than expected, though. Uh, uh, I think it's. Gonna, I think it'll be like six to ten points somewhere in that ballpark, but they'll cover the two and a half. Yep, give me Cincinnati. Okay. Bucks Steelers. I, I'm, but, I'm just going to go Steelers because Tom Brady's in an emotional. So it, it is. Right now. So it's it's Bucks Steelers, and the spread is ten. I would take the Bucks and the ten. Really? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. 49 Tom Brady, three passing touchdowns. Three <laughs> Wait, passing what's touchdowns. that? Okay, interesting. Bold prediction. Wait, bold who has three passing touchdowns? Tom, Tom Brady. Brady tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He's got something to prove, um, I guess. Three? Three passing <laughs> touchdowns. I see, and I, for some reason, for me, I think the dump truck's going to have a day. But yeah, they'll. Oh, I mean, they'll score quite a bit, so it's very possible. Yeah. All right, 49ers and Falcons. So Niners are favorites by four and a half points. My only concern is is that the Falcons actually keep a lot of games somewhat close. Cordell Patterson is still out though. I'm gonna take the Niners and they'll I'll just take the Niners on that. Yeah. Yep, give me Niners all day. Interesting. Easy. All right. Jets Packers. I'm gonna say Packers. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean they, yeah, they, they lost, lost to the Saints. London, but yep, was, that wasn't a good game. But I'm telling you though, the London games, I'm telling you what, dude, the London games are wild. Like I've seen winning teams go over there and absolutely shit yeah. the bed. Yeah, yeah. So it's just yeah. like such a weird thing i'll they take Green Bay on the you know just to say i think green i think green Bay right. definitely bounces back on offense and i think zach wilson will make some mistakes like amos and them should be able to make some plays so. okay 
<laughs> Dolphins Vikings, dude. What we got? <laughs> Dolphin. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. Two is back, but I'm gonna take my boys for oh, a big yeah. game. We're going Vikings. They're three point favorites right now, so they're gonna. Uh, they're gonna take the. They're gonna take the win, but I don't know if they'll take the points here. I actually think it's gonna be a really close game. Yeah. Two is back, but. Two is back, but he's backing up the rookie. Give me Minnesota. He's yep. backing up, so he's not playing. Nope, they're trying to still be cautious with this yep. concussion. Okay. I, and, and I think that's a good call, too. I know that's a lot of drama. For yep, so I'll take the Vikings. Right now, but yeah, okay. Panthers, LA, Rams. Cooper. I, I think it's a Rams game all day long. Go ahead, give <laughs> me the Rams. They're 10 point favorites. Give it to me. Give it to me all day long. Baker's out. They're starting PJ Walker. The Rams almost, not a must win. Obviously, it's early in the season, but like they look like shit, so they, this should be an easy win for them. Carolina fired the coach. Baker's out might be a blessing. Carolina might be the only team on par with being the worst team in the NFL with the Steelers. Yeah, definitely. Give me the Rams. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the good thing too about the Panthers is is at least for Tyler because I know he has Christian McCaffrey sitting on his fantasy team right now. Feed them. If they have any chance of survival, it is feed CFC until the cows and come it's a home. home so. game for LA. That's yeah, yeah they're playing at SoFi across, and you got to remember too that's that's across, that's east to west coast, so they're on a different like uh, yeah. they're on a three hour different thing. I'm telling you, th those road games are tough, man. Yeah, yeah, and again, I think that's kind of why the uh, the Packers Jets kind of you know I know it's not a huge time difference, but Jets are a little closer to London time. Anyway, uh, Cardinals Seahawks, God, our Cardinals are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Mister, and I'm sure they've all seen the memes floating around there with the big foreheaded Cardinals. <laughs> I'm actually at a really tough place with this. I think I'm going to take the underdog Seahawks. You think the Seahawks are the underdog here? I'm looking at the betting line, and I know that they're the underdogs. to win by two and a half. I'll take the Seahawks. My only concern, actually, oddly enough, is, is it looks like it's Cardinals at Seahawks, and the Cardinals actually play in Century League pretty well. But I'm going to take the I, – I, I think Geno Smith's going to be able to just – God damn, this is a tough one. I'm taking the Seahawks. Screw it. I'll take the Seahawks. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll take the upgraded Russell Wilson with the Seahawks. And I think Arizona just has some bad play calling. And I think they could win. But, you know, James Conner's out. They got, you know, Benjamin going. Um, I think it could be a close game division match. But the way Seattle's playing right now, I don't. I can't bet against them until I start, you know, I, I think the shoe's going to drop eventually, but not here against the Cardinals. Okay. Now for the big wigs. Bills versus Chiefs. <laughs> you know I got my Super Bowl champion Bills. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking too, man. I so love so. uh, the Chiefs are, Mahomes is just, he's dangerous, dude. I love his attitude. I love that team. First time being at, first time being at home as an underdog. Um, I think... I can't believe this game isn't prime time. I mean, this is just crazy to have a 130 game, but I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. Give me, give me the Bills. Um, think it's going to be a shootout, but yeah, I think the Bills ultimately have a better defense. I know they are a little banged up, but they are getting prior back at safety, and I think they'll be able to contain the Chiefs for a few drives. Yeah, Give me the Chiefs agree. to win. You want Chiefs to win? Chief. Okay. Give me the Chiefs to win. Mm -hmm. That'll be that. Okay, so that's like one of the few that you guys have actually. Uh, I really did. The Bills are <laughs> incredible and score a shitload of points, and they're very good. Well, but that secondary is a little banged up, and if Patrick Mahomes isn't the one to pick it apart, I'm also really impressed with Ceh 
and I think that they run the ball better. So I think that they have won before. I think they can win in the end. So I, I'm going Chiefs at home at Arrowhead. So I like that. That'll be controversial. We'll have to, we'll have to but I definitely, I mean, the Bills. Like, I do have the Bills as a Super Bowl favorite. So, yeah, that's a, that is a, a hell of a game. This is more than likely a preview of the AFC Championship game. So. Yeah, that would be, that would be an interesting uh, preview for sure. Yeah. All right, Cowboys-Eagles. We've just got two more to go. Huge game. This will be good. But Philly's gonna roll them, <laughs> especially if it's if it's Cooper Rush, if it's if it's Dak. Yeah. Uh, give me Philly in every single way. Yeah, I think Philly's gonna win. Um, they, I think they are gonna have a bigger challenge against you know the Dallas defense, but it. Uh, Cowboys have been you know surprising on the offense here. I'm on the offense, what? they have the Dallas, easiest strength of schedule for Philly. Dallas got and yeah, I mean, Dallas Goddard. I mean, when when you got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith on the outside, and you got a QB spy, their quarterback, you're basically leaving Goddard wide open. But what's the know? stat about Jalen Hurts that we all know? Yeah. <laughs> he don't throw no touchdowns, but he'll run it in. Has thrown one touchdown pass. That's crazy. It's insane. It in. Five weeks. All right. All right. Last game of the week then is uh, the Monday night game. Let's ride with the Chargers. Let's not. Let's, <laughs> I don't say, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll ride the Chargers bus. I'll wear their colors. I'll wave the flag. Yeah. I'll Bolt the family. Let's ride. Bolt family. Never let's ride. Yeah, I'm going Chargers. I just, He's yeah. They, they don't have Javante. They keep getting fucking injuries. The head coach is doesn't seem to understand simple anything time management play calling positional like nothing so yeah go and give me the chargers uh even without keenan allen i think eckler eats them alive so all right so i have we've we've gotten through our little money line picks that's great that's good predictions for this week we'll see how that pans out hopefully we win some people some money and not cost them a whole bunch of money but you know bet at your own risk (laughs) if you uh, have a gambling problem call 100 i have a problem and uh, <laughs> what I want to do now, though, as we wrap up today's episode, is just what were some of the uh, predictions that you guys maybe made last week, some some bets that you thought were sure money that just uh, blew up in your face? I know I have one that I want to talk about, but let's start with you, Tyler. What do you got? Sorry. He was he was looking for uh, – I'll jump in there first, Tyler, because yeah, I, sure, I think I, I'm still pulling mine up here. But yeah. uh, what we were looking for here, Tyler, is he was resetting something there. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was asking about bets that blew up in his face. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give you the bet that blew up in my face, okay? Yeah. This one was like I, – I, normally I'm nothing crazy. Uh, I, I, I bet pretty – I would say pretty low key for the most part. I'm not here to make like income off of this. I just like to have more fun and just bet through the week. But right. I had a two I had a two leg parlay. It was a twenty five dollar wager. It was like a hundred and like nineteen dollar payout or something like that. It was the Niners to beat the Panthers and cover the six and a half point spread parlaying that with the Eagles to beat Arizona at five and a half. San Fran destroyed Carolina, so I easily covered that one. But uh, the Philly-Arizona game came down. I think they only won by three points, points, so the five and a half screwed me. So I lost my 25 bucks on what I thought was going to be like kind of my safe bet for the week so that's uh i would say that's what the blue in my face the worst i uh i hit two others so we're still thriving that's not bad i'll go ahead and share mine next then while you pull yours up tyler but the one that absolutely blew up in my face last week was the uh and for a weird reason but i had a four-leg parlay with the uh vegas and kansas city game and 
you know, I thought it was pretty surefire, like the, the Chiefs and everything. So I had Mahomes at 225 plus passing yards. He got that, no problem. Carr with 225 as well, got that, no problem. Devonte Adams, 50 plus yards, got that in like at play, I think. And then I had Kelsey, who I thought was a surefire 40 plus yards, but he of course only got 25 yards that game and managed to pull out four freaking touchdowns, which makes yeah. absolutely no sense. So <laughs> thankfully, wild. I also put down just a Kelsey anytime touchdown score. I should have said that he was going to get four, and I probably could have made some good money, but that at least kind of salvaged my bet there. But that that absolutely surprised me. I don't know if that's ever yeah, been done wild. before. Like, I don't know what, what the lowest average number of yards per touchdown kind of thing is, but that stat, you know, four touchdowns at 25 yards, that's that's wild to me. That's absolutely telling you smash the Tom Brady three touchdowns against Pittsburgh tomorrow. It's coming. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's going to be plus, you know, six fifty odds. But I, I will be placing that myself as I wear my Steelers jersey. So, <laughs> all right, which one blew up on you then last week, Tyler? Uh, you know, betting on the Ravens. Shocker. You know, <laughs> Cincinnati, Baltimore Sunday night. I, uh, you know, had Baltimore money line as poor like parlay, but um. Lamar Jackson over 19 completions? Nope. Lamar Jackson over 58 rushing yards? Nope. Baltimore over two touchdowns? Nope. So that was something we're, I was going to We were 0 5 the last home games, so that was that's on you. I told you not to bet those. <laughs> I mean, I thought Baltimore would score more than two touchdowns. You didn't score a touchdown. I mean, this is such good thing. I mean, we did Baltimore score a touchdown, just one. <laughs> yeah, you, sorry, you scored one touchdown, but I'm like, you know, I thought. You know, they were That's the first that... time Baltimore's ever let you down. Let's just say that, okay? Through oh, no, preseason. Right. So through preseason. That, before that, <laughs> I had um, a couple weeks ago, uh, Mark Andrews, over five receptions. This was against Buffalo. That didn't hit either. So, yeah, they just, um, I don't know. All that right. was a big seven-leg parlay. That that was the only thing that missed for me. That was at plus 4,500, or sorry, 3,700 odds. That was a five dollar bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, doesn't tell me what my winnings were, you but they were pretty good. The odds, yeah. I mean, that's not bad. All right. So, so, if you had to make one bet for next week that you think is just surefire money in the so, bank, told you, Tom, give me Tom Brady three passing touchdowns. Okay. I'm Tom looking. I I think I think I'm gonna go back to this. I I, I wanted to check it because I can't exactly remember. It is. Jacksonville's the underdog against the Colts, right. and it's only a one and a half point on that. Take the Jags. Jags are going to come up big here. You think so? This is a, yep. This is okay. if they're not running JT, they don't have Himes. They are going to struggle. I know Matt Ryan can pass the ball a little bit. He was up there, I think, with the passing leaders for a little bit. I don't. I think he's fallen off since then. But take take the Jags. Jags will cover this for you. I can't believe I said that out loud, but yeah, take the Jags. <laughs> And I'm yeah, going to go no, ahead and I... just make the obvious uh, bet, which is uh, anytime touchdown score, Travis Kelsey, keep your money, you know? Super, super easy bet. <laughs> Absolutely. And if he doesn't do that, I'll be surprised, because I'm not going to bet on his passing yards or receiving yards anymore, because... Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, why it's be- that's why it's gambling, oh, okay. baby, but <laughs> yeah. I'm excited I'm excited to hear about the bets, the projections, everything else, so we'll catch up next week and uh, see where we landed, who was right, who was wrong, and, and, yeah. and go into Maybe the next we week. we try to do some live reactions tomorrow as we watch the game get some clips of that but yeah absolutely it'll be wild so yeah good uh, good predictions for next week uh, unfortunate predictions last week with some of ours but overall i think we're making a decent uh, pass at who we think is actually going to end this season it'll be now. interesting too we yeah. should definitely uh you know as we continue to track them through the year we'll, we'll kind of see where we land from a percentage standpoint and uh kind of get to 
uh, a little bit more of like visibility into if we're actually right or wrong here. So I've actually never tracked like like this. So it'd be interesting. Well, until next time, let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> let's ride. <laughs> <laughs>